everybody, this is Ash coming to you from Not Your Average and Netizens. It's been a while, but I'm glad to be back. And I'm glad to be back with two of my wonderful fellow podcasters, Janelle. Yo. And Tim Murdy Murda. Hey, yo. We are back from the depths of April. Um, I don't think I'm alone in saying that April, this has been one of the crappiest Aprils in recent memory, um, at least for me. <laughs> so, um, so yes, but um, all you can do is go forward. I'm going to listen to Borders by Amber and become inspired to live my best life. Because you know what? Amber is the Oprah of, of the K-pop world. I don't know if I would say Oprah. Okay, that's maybe... I was about to say, you need to dial back real quick. She's, like, I want to say, because you guys probably won't get the reference. I don't know if you've ever heard of um, Ivana Fix My Life. No. Okay, it's this lady that's on Oprah's channel. And her whole thing is that she's a life coach. And Iyanla, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, excuse me, not Ivana, I knew I was saying her name wrong, Iyanla. And so her whole thing is she takes people in these wildly, like, crazy, messed up situations, people that are in horrible relationships, and then she's had a few celebrities on her show too. And she's, she's kind of like the female Dr. Phil, kind of in that sense. So that, that's kind of her thing. And so that's kind of how I view Amber is, you know, she's she's just she's there to, you know, let everybody know, you know, everybody's special <laughs> in their own special way. She's she's there to, to give everybody hugs and gold stars and <laughs> <laughs> and, and and just um yeah, and, and be there. So yeah, so that's yeah, that's how I feel about Amber and I know you said you had some uh, feelings about uh, Amber's uh, new solo single too, Janelle. Yeah, I mean, like, I, t- I totally get what she's going for, and like, hell, I can't write a song. I mean, <laughs> so like, but I mean, it is a little elementary, I'd say. Oh, I'll admit like, it's, it's not but... like it's. Oh, I'm sorry, that's my volume. I'll admit that it's not a great song by any means but I yeah. for me it's like the general message of it is yeah. is more important than you know but the song is a song itself you know, when we're talking about artistic merit eh. yeah but <laughs> yeah. it's obviously a very personal song too so yeah no and I think also because Amber has been pretty active on social media lately and she recently uh, you know uh, replied to somebody on something that messaged her and was like, said something, you know, even though she's been, you know, dressing the way she has for how many years now? Somebody was like, why are you dressed like a, a guy? And she was like, and she's like, and then she's like, but I'm not a guy, I'm a girl or something like that. And she was like, you know, and she basically wrote a very reasoned, very measured matter of fact reply back to them and was like, you know, this is who I am and, you know, everybody should be allowed to express themselves in the way that they, they like and, and not have to, you know, apologize or explain themselves for it. So, you know. Yeah. I it's, mean, 
ugh, it just makes me angry. And like, and like, you'll see sometimes on social media stuff will go viral. Like, oh, I let my little boy wear a skirt, and people are like, he should be wearing pants. I'm like, well, yeah, but girls wear jeans and pants and trousers all the time. Like, you're gonna tell them to wear a skirt? Like yeah, every. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's a huge issue now. The whole gender fluidity thing. Yeah. So. You know, it's kind of interesting when you think about Amber and how when, when FX first debuted and people were like, and I, you know, I'll admit I was one of them, genuinely thought she was a guy. I mean, partially that's because of K-pop's whole, I mean, interestingly enough, even though Korean um, society in general has kind of a negative stance on, has is pretty kind of homophobic, we'll say that. Um, but in general, with with their musicians and artists and things like that, there's a lot of, at least an image, gender fluidity going on. So, you know, when she first came out and she was like a favorite, you know, of people right away, you know. She always got like, you know, when FX came on stage, she would get like a lot of the loudest screams and, and that sort of thing. And then, you know, after a while, it seemed like people would just kind of like, Amber, why wouldn't she just be feminine? Or, you know, people would be like, you know, FX can't have a feminine concept because Amber is, you know, just things like that. So, but I mean, Amber is who she is. And when you think about the fact that she, the, of the business that she's in, and the fact that she's been able to, to be who she is <laughs> in the K-pop of all things, uh, it's kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. it, it makes me wonder, you know, SM, if she, you know, if, if it was, at, if she came to SM and they kind of already had that idea in mind or they were just kind of like, hmm, we'll go with this. Or it's just interesting. Just interesting, especially, you know, and, and you think about what it's really popular in K-pop right now, which is, um, young girls as dressed like schoolgirls and cute, fun, happy, like the girliest things you can think of um, in, in female K-pop, so. Side note, I always wonder if she's got dirt on someone at SM. She's away <laughs> with a lot of sh stuff. Like, like stuff other people don't do. Like she has her own little vloggy channel and just social media stuff she does, I'm like, how does she get away with that? <laughs> well, see, I mean, it's interesting she has a lot of her own stuff, but she doesn't ever really, I don't think she ever really says or does anything, like, controversial or anything. Yeah. She never really does anything bad or says anything bad. She just gets a lot of outlets. Mm -hmm. Given a lot of, like, like, I bet that's how she was able to get away with it, is that she just started doing it, and by the time SM even noticed it, it was too late. Like, if she has an established channel where people are watching, and all of a sudden she's like, oh, I can't do it anymore, people are going to get mad, so. True. And, it, I mean, like, you know, like Ash said, it's not like she did anything controversial on it or anything. Like, she just, it was just, you know, a short show, and it was for fun, and, you know, whatever, like. And it caters to American fans, even. Yeah. So it was probably way easier for her to get away with it. Like, by the time uh, SM noticed, I bet it was, it was like, more than a video in, you know. So mm. it would look... Yeah. It would look too I, much like they, she got censored if they were to drop her. Yeah. 
Yeah, like that was my thinking. I was like, SM probably was like, well, you know, reaching out to American fans and or English speaking fans, so they probably thought, you know, why not? So, uh, I guess to put a cap on that, you go Amber, be you. Unless you have anything to say about Amber in particular, Tim, other than what you've already said. No. Nope. I mean, <laughs> no, I, I, I like Amber, but. I think her music is bad, so I don't really have anything to say. Like, I like the message, but it it was executed about as poorly as possible. So, it was a good message, though, and like, there's plenty of people who really liked it, and it like spoke to them. So, I mean, by all means, I hope she does more. I just, for me, it fell flat because the lyrics were really, really bad. <laughs> okay, so um, good intentions, bad song. Okay, uh, second thing, I guess, kind of biggest thing that's going on um, in news lately, before we get to our main topic, is uh, Hyang Sung, uh, also known as uh, One Half of Troublemaker, which I'm going to say that I did not know until this past week when the news came out that he was leaving Beast and leaving Cube, I'm sorry Hyang Sung, and also um, part of the reality show that was uh, aired a long time ago to make the group we now know as Big Bang and he was one of the eliminated members um, and eventually resurfaced in Beast and is now no longer a part of Beast and as far as I know he's still under Cube but um, there's yeah so there's been a lot of <laughs> bad things about this. I honestly was not paying a whole lot of attention to this because I I guess I just didn't realize how much I didn't really see it for Beast until I was like looking up stuff about this whole situation because I really like I just did not know what was going on. Um, but generally it seems like what's been happening is a, is a combination of things. Uh, Hyunsung uh, apparently has just in general, been just uh, been feeling disinterested and you know just maybe a little disillusioned with idol life. Um, I think his father recently passed um, not too long ago, uh, and you know that obviously um, contributed to his mood. And just in general, he there's been some incidents where he's been at uh, missed fan signings, fan events, um, or been at fan events, or been uh, at performances, and been uh, obviously not here for any of it. Just, you know, he's basically, you know, fans have noticed that he's just not been really, you know, happy with being in the group for uh, some time now. And there's been a lot of fans that have been attacking him for that as well. And <laughs> Q, um, as usual, has not been handling this very well at all. Um, at first they said he wasn't leaving Beast, of course, and then of course, then they had to be like, oh, well, he is, he is leaving Beast. But, uh, you know, I, I want to go into this because the thing that was most interesting I've seen some things around generally about Cube and 
uh, how people feel like they're really just not managing themselves well right now. And Tim, you were saying that you think that's kind of more the real issue here with that? Yeah, well, it's more so the way this is being handled. And, like, it's further proof to me that you'll probably, it's probably going to be a long time before you see a bigger company who, like, protects their artists even when their artist leaves. Um, because, like, for me, I'm just a casual, a very, very casual, like, beast follower. Um, and by casual, I mean, like, if somebody brings it up to me, that's how I know about it. And uh, I have a friend who loves Beast, and, you know, we're talking about um, the fact that Hyunsung has missed, like, some fan meetings and stuff. And, like, you know, I asked for context. And every time it seemed like, oh, well, the management came out and said that he was supposed to be there, but this and that, right? And it's like, okay, one, he has a manager, <laughs> and if you're telling me that his manager cannot make him go somewhere... I don't, I, I don't know anything about K-pop anymore, I guess. Like, I, I legitimately just don't because you see people who shouldn't be there or who are getting help. They're dragged along by their manager all the time. That's literally the, the job. Like, that's the manager's job. So, in my opinion, I think there's something way more going on than him just saying, oh, no, I'm just not going to go. I think it's probably more likely that he expressed the fact that he did not want to go for whatever reason. I mean, there could be a million reasons, but I don't think... It, they're kind of painting it like he's crapping on his fans and doesn't care anymore. Whereas I think it's probably that he is tired of the idol life. But I don't think you just turn on all of the people that that are your fans. Especially like Hyunsung, when before this he had a really good reputation for like being very loving to his, his fans. And he seemed to respect them a lot. Like, it seems strange to me that all of a sudden it's like this. And then you had the the video that um, KBS Australia or whatever posted where you could just see Hyunsung like kind of playing on his phone or whatever and they painted it like no one gave a shit about him and he didn't give a shit about them but if you watch the beginning of that clip like Yosub is messing around his, on his phone and totally checked out as well and people have said that all of Beast have looked checked out of a lot of interviews so it's it seems like all of a sudden they're aiming it all at Hyunsung like he's the only one that looks checked out whereas like literally a year ago people were saying all of Beast looked checked out so why is it all of a sudden just Hyunsung that's the checked out one? I, that's the thing that I don't like. It's like these companies, and I get it because they have to protect their image and protect the image of the group, but they vilify the person who leaves without fail, and I hate that. And, like, I like Hyunsung a lot. I think he has a lot of talent, and I think he has a lot to offer. I really liked his solo project, and I loved his stuff with Troublemaker. And I don't necessarily really like Hyuna, but I like her in Troublemaker with him. I thought... I thought um, their music direction was really fun and interesting and different. You know, they, they took a co-ed concept that was like this Bonnie and Clyde romance thing and they really like pounded it. Some of their scenes are very awkward, sure, but I never got the same kind of awkward feeling that people said existed all the time and I still stand by the fact that people just made up that it existed because either it wasn't their ship or they feel like Hyunsung's gay or they feel like Hyun is a lesbian or something. There's always something that makes people go, no, they're awkward. And when you ask them to break it down and how they seem awkward, nobody has an answer for me. So I, I just I don't co-sign that. Like I think they had plenty of fine chemistry in a lot of moments and maybe their awkwardness was the fact that they were portraying romance as idols in a place where literally all romance is very awkward. Like, 
almost every Korean drama has an awkward romance. So I don't know, like, <laughs> I don't know. For me, it just, it doesn't do it for me. Like, Hyun-sung leaving and all of a sudden all of this dirt being dragged up that he's been checked out and he doesn't care about Beast and he doesn't care about the fans and he just wants to leave and he's going to wait. They're not letting him out of his contract until he goes to the military when his contract ends and all this stuff. Like, it just seems like they're throwing him under the bus. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it feels a lot like what our main topic is going to be, I guess, which is Menzi leaving to anyone. Um, it feels in the same line as that. So I, I just, I, it gives me icky feelings because it feels like the company is trying to wash their hands of responsibility, and I don't like that. Yeah. And the, also the main thing I was thinking about, too, was when you're talking about, you know, the responsibility of management and that sort of thing. You know, if he's been having, you know, some people have been alluding to the fact that he's been having personal issues and, you know, um, deaths in the family and things going on, you know, it's supposed to be partially their job to be like, hey, you know, what's going on, you know, and and I feel like, you know, and, and, and check up on their artists and, and see how they're doing, you know, mentally, physically, you know, that sort of thing. I, you know, I feel like it's, that's also a thing as well. I mean, I think it's kind of disturbing that the fans' first impetus is to go straight after the person and, you know, without any kind of thought of, you know, what they may personally have been going through and, you know, what the company may have been doing as well. It, it's just, I, I don't know. I mean, it's not surprising, but it's just, yeah, it's sad. Janelle? I wish I had more of a stronger opinion on this because I don't... I only ever bought one of Beast's albums, so I have no... Well, I mean, I'm right there with you, too. Like I said, in, in general, Beast has mostly been a non-entity to me. Yeah. And like I said, I'm more interested in, like, the side, you know, that Tim's talking about with... Yeah. Um, and like I said, when you think about it, it does have um, a lot of uh, core, uh, parallels to... Um, 21, which we will be talking about shortly, um, mm -hmm. sort of with the whole leaving the group thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I haven't really, like I said, I didn't even know Hyunsung. I didn't realize he was part of Troublemaker. But you know, he's obviously a talented guy, um, and so you know, obviously something happened um, to make this come about. You know, so. It's just, you know, if you're part of your management and this is your group and they're making money for you and, you know, they're, you know, you're in charge of them, you're part of your job is, is to check on them and see how they're doing and and care about their welfare. But, I mean, we know that that's not always how it works in the entertainment industry, so. Yes. I mean, did you, like, when you heard about it, did you, like, feel anything or you were like you know oh I you know I didn't know any, you were like I didn't realize anything was going on or I didn't know what Beast was doing or you were like Hugh Kyung Song I mean <laughs> no it's just kind of just like oh okay now why did that happen and I just you know read the details and just like there's always there's always something that we don't know about what's on the surface, and so I usually just wait to hear the big stories, and now I'm hearing, oh, people aren't 
you know, taking into consideration, you know, family events and, like, looking to see how he's feeling. And now they're, oh, they're going to make him stay until the contract runs out. And it's just, like, it just seems really, it's always really messy. Yeah. yeah. And with everything, with people leaving groups and stuff, it's interesting. I'm starting to see things pop up where people are doing, like, you know, countdowns. They're, like, you know, how many of last generation's groups or left, you know, how many more are going to disband, and, well, I mean, in, it, I mean, especially as you were seeing, like I said, the new groups kind of coming to prominence, I mean, it's going to happen. I mean, K-pop by its nature is the type of industry where, I mean, they work their artists so hard, I mean, a lot of them are probably either going to leave and go either keep being artists somewhere else where, where they can be more comfortable or else, you know, leave because of the pressure and, you know, because of just, you know, the, the stress of, of being in that lifestyle. And then, you know, obviously, you know, people are so fickle. Um, you may not even stay famous for that long. So... On to, if any, there's nothing else to say about Hansong and Beast, I'll pour one out for the old Beast, and um, maybe for a new Beast, because who knows how long they'll stay together after this. So, to anyone, um, we are a little late about this, uh, but I don't care. Because obviously people still are really riled up about this because just uh, past week Park Bomb came out of exile to post like literally a paragraph on social media about Lehigh's um, newest um, MV, and people went ape shit and were like, "Oh my God, Park Bomb is back!" Da, 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 da. And I mean, just you know, people talking about y'all haters aren't ready, and this and this and this, and just overreacting about the, just the whole thing. But it shows that people still have strong feelings about this whole situation. So, uh, without going too much into it, because anybody that's listening to us probably already knows, um, and this was after uh, quite a bit of speculation for the past year or so, too, that Minzy might possibly have been leaving. There have been some gossip about it before, but um, you know, people have been uh, monitoring her social media and you know, she had unfriended a lot of 21 related things and not to mention her um, fellow group members and uh, then it kind of got in the media that people were asking you know, is Mizzy leaving the group because it got out that she was looking at other companies and so YG, I remember I was reading it, and right before I went to bed, uh, I saw the thing YG's going to have. They were like, YG's going to have a news conference um, soon to talk about this. I'm like, oh, she's leaving. And I just went to bed. I was like, well, that's what's going to happen. So I, <laughs> I didn't even like, and I was completely unsurprised um, when I woke up the next, well, woke up in the morning to go to work, and I saw that she left. Because I was like, as soon as I saw that they were having a news conference, I was like, it, you know, most the time, if it's a situation that 
you know, these entertainment companies don't want to talk about, or they just, you know, want to be like, oh, that's, that's, you know, that's false or whatever, you know, they, they'll just like, you know, they won't, they won't, you know, reply to it or whatever. But if you're going to, you know, have a news conference, obviously something's going on. So, so that happened, and then the blame started, um, fingers started getting pointed, blame started going around, um, not unsurprisingly, um, everybody from, uh, every member of two, other member of 281, of course, CL, Park Bomb, YG, Big Bang, uh, God, I mean, has been blamed for this situation. Minzy's father, um, briefly got into it, um, and briefly got out, thank goodness, um, I guess just because of, you know, some of the things people were, you were, people, things were saying about Minzy, and it's just been kind, it's been a huge, 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 kind of just, I, I think people have, have calmed down a little bit, but there's, there's this real undercurrent of nastiness, um, still here, I think people are still trying to find who to blame for ruining to anyone. Um, and there's actually a a on one how you I was looking just in general about uh, things about uh, 21, and there's actually a there's a thread and there's posts and there's a poll, and it's called who do you blame for ruining to anyone. Uh, 154 votes. Um, the leader was uh, with 70, about 74 percent of the votes was YG for 21's basement treatment. Then with 21 percent of the votes was Park Bomb for doing drugs, and then 5 percent was Minzy for supposedly being money hungry. So I think that kind of is a good place to, I guess we'll start off there. So, 21. They say that they're going to come back as a three-member group. Some people say Minzy never contributed much to the group anyway. What I mean, what... That makes me so furious. Like, oh, I hate people. How are yeah. you going to say that arguably the most talented member of that group contributed very little? Like, really? Really? That was the thing that most was surprising to me, the sentiment that, oh, well, Minzy, she never did much anyway, and it's her fault for, you know, not taking initiative, and she, you know, not losing much, and she didn't really want to be in the group, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, like, I... I don't know, people are, people are, again, like, it's so easy to vilify the person who's leaving. Like, YG vilified Minzy in her leaving, um, and I'm still really mad, because they made a real petty comment about, like, to anyone calling and asking what that meant yeah, for Yeah, like that whole stuff. story. I was like, really? And <clears throat> the thing that bothers me the most about that is that there's some people who took that as in, like, they actually were just calling and asking, hey, what are you planning to do? But the way it was written and in the context of it, it comes off as, like, they had no idea and Minzy blindsided them. And their yeah. label never warned them or anything. And it's like, that's, that's not true. That's clearly not true. There's no way that they made that phone call. And if they made that phone call, 
either there literally is something bad going on between those girls, which I doubt. Like, I'm I'm sure Minzy told all of them. She just seems way too nice to just go, nah, I'm out. Like, m- maybe she's rude, and I just didn't know it, but to, like, ditch all of these girls who consider you, like, such an important friend, clearly, I just don't believe... I, I just... I can't believe that somebody would do that after giving that much of their life especially Minzy, who gave more than anybody else to that label. I mean, she's been there since before Big Bang was even there. Like, before they were a group, Minzy was there. You can see Minzy in the making of Big Bang when they were trying to find their maknae. Like, she's in that video already as a trainee. She's been there. She's put in her work. And she didn't even get to put in her work in, like get a little bit of fame like Park Bomb did, she put in her work in the background and did what she had to do so she could make her debut. Like, to say that... And and she struggled with all of these girls. She was in the same basement that all these girls were in. Like, the same basement... I'm using quotes here because I still don't think they got that bad of a basement treatment until, like, you know, the bomb scandal. People seem to forget that they had, like, three world tours and they promoted literally every single year at least once. So, I mean, but basements, I guess. I I don't know. I guess you can promote from the basement. I don't know how that works. Um, But she still struggled with all of these girls. She went through the same thing. The only girl out of this whole unit that really didn't go through that struggle is CL, and even then she's in her own kind of basement because her solo project's still not out. Like, she's in her own basement, too. So all of these girls were in the same basement, and I'm sure Minzy got tired of it and said, like, hey, I'm worth something. Like, I'm I'm talented, and I'm not getting any opportunities here at YG. I'm going to go somewhere where they'll accept my talent and have time for me. And I guarantee you that none of the girls wanted her to leave, but I bet you they are understanding of the fact that she has a choice to make. Like, it's her life. It's not their life, you know? To anyone's not going to die because Minzy left. To anyone will die when YG decides to anyone can die. They can promote us three, and you can put all of your weight on CL to carry the group. You can do that. I mean, that's what they're going to do. Um, and you'll you'll feel it. So when people are saying that, oh, she didn't contribute that much, if to anyone makes a comeback and it, it's three, you'll feel it. I promise. I yeah, guarantee no, you. I, that's feel what it. I think too. I mean, the people, the same people that are talking about, oh, she didn't print, uh, you know. I was like, that's part of the reason they were successful. They each contributed something. Yes, CL was kind of the star, quote unquote, of the group, but they all have their own thing that made that group successful. I mean, that's. Right. See, CL is clearly the, the talent star. Um, and Bomb was the singing star. Menzi was the backbone for that group, though. She was the she is the most talented member or talented member overall. She's the only member who has been successfully really good at everything except for rapping. Her rap was pretty mediocre, um, but she's definitely a better singer than CL. I don't care what anybody says. You can like CL's oh, yeah. voice all you want. Which I it's think lovely. they did notice that if you notice in the um, more recent um, songs singles they did they. They moved away from Minzy rapping. She did basically right, I mean, became they the second, forever. you know, singer after yeah. Lee singer. Yeah. Right, and she's she's carried the weight of Bomb's parts when Bomb couldn't be there. She also doesn't sing with terrible technique and ruin her throat like Bomb does. Like she, if if I had to pick somebody in that group to get rid of in order, it's literally. Uh, Dara, Bomb, and then Minzy. And the only reason CL doesn't go before Minzy is because CL is to anyone. Like, she can't leave. If, C- if CL leaves to anyone, it's over. It's all done. Like, that's it. 
Minzy, Bomb, and Dara collectively cannot carry the weight of CL leaving because that group was built around her. It would be the same as Big Bang trying to live without GD. Like, it's just not an option. It's not a thing that can happen. Um, they're, they're a unit that is the sum of their parts around their star, and that's the way they built their group. And it's fine. I mean, there's plenty of other groups that are that way. Four Minute isn't a group without Hyanna. If Hyanna leaves, Four Minute's gone. That's it. Like, there's plenty of groups that have a star that sits at the top, and they're the shining diamond, and your group is built around them. And they might not even be the most talented member, but you need them there, right? They're, they are the glue. In this case, it's CL, not Minzy, unfortunately. But uh-huh. to act like Minzy isn't wildly talented and wildly right. underutilized in this group that has such bad dancers that they can't even have difficult choreo. So Minzy can only showcase how good she is in solo stages, and that's it. Like, she can, and, and her, like, tiny, tiny little dance solos that she yeah. gets. But she'll, she never got the opportunity to show how good of a dancer she was on stage in front of a lot of people unless you're well, at because she and CL were the only ones that could handle any sort of choreography. They had to exactly. dumb it down for Dara and Bomb. And so. drastically dumb it down for Dara and Bomb. Not even, like, a little bit, like, <laughs> drastically. Those yeah, girls can't dance themselves out of a plastic bag. Like, they just, you had to dumb it down for them. So they did cool stuff. They have a lot yeah. of cool stuff in their choreo, but there's no, like, it's not difficult. It's all stuff that you could te- teach a bunch of people who can't dance. Like, that was the point. Yeah. And the thing, too, like, I I, I was also thinking about, like, you were saying with the vocals and, um, and Bomb and the fact that, you know, some people are in denial about it but it's very obvious that Bomb's voice has deteriorated over the years. And mm-hmm. CL's voice is okay at best. It can get really nasally at times, really nasally for me. And Dara, well, she does as well as she can. So you've got someone like Minzy, again, who, like you said, was unappreciated, but she really kind of was, you know, was the foundation of that, held up that group, Again, vocally as well too. And right. this this is why I can't even I can't see them as if I, I don't I have no idea how they're gonna I guess I guess they'll do it some way if if YG is even t- well, telling the truth telling the truth about them coming back as a trio. Right. But, I, I really like um I like CL's voice, so it, it is worth stressing that while I, I am saying that she's not as good as Minzy, I'm not saying I don't like her voice. There is but but her voice is limited. She's not a singer by nature. Like, she wasn't put on this earth to sing. She has learned, and she's learned to work with the limited capabilities of her voice, and she's really uh, shown that she can shine with the um, vocal talent that she does have. And I think that, for the most part, when you hear her on a song and she sings, she adds more than she takes away. So that's really good. And like I said, I like her voice a lot. When I hear her sing, like I really like rappers who try to sing. So the fact that she's not a rapper that just tries to sing, but a rapper that's pretty successful, um, I really, really love that. I love the sound and tone of her voice. But to say she's a better singer than Minzy is a, a flat lie. Like It's just a flat lie. You were lying to yourself. And to the only person in to anyone that can compete with Minzy is Bomb, and that's because Bomb is the lead singer, and her voice is very unique. But she sings with terrible technique, and her voice is deteriorating. She can't do 
the same things with her voice as she used to be able to because she has bad technique and it's been a, a thing that people have criticized her for literally her whole career and she's never fixed it. Now, is that YG's fault? It, it probably is. Like, realistically, it, it probably is. Um, but it doesn't alter the fact that her voice is deteriorating, unfortunately. Um, do I think that she would have sang differently if it wasn't for YG, though? I, I doubt it. I mean, her voice had something unique, and that's what made her stand out so much. That's what that's part of To Anyone's Appeal, is it was so many interesting, different things. Like, when people forget right, when To Anyone honestly, came out. Honestly, you can't really say there's another girl group that's been out there like them. Right. When Two Anyone came out, there was no female rapper that was as uh, as noti as noticed in the K-pop community as CL when she came out. Like she was a focal point of that group. She got shine. Um, she still did all the the rapper things where it's like you have ugly hair and kind of ugly styling and you have to stand out so much. But she was one of a kind in that she was popular for her rap because she sure wasn't popular for her looks when they debuted like and and then you had bomb whose voice was unlike any other female voice that was currently out it was it was jarring almost when you heard it and then you had Minzy who was this really young girl who was like even in the small bounce of choreo that you got to see from her she was a fire dancer she was singing and rapping and she was holding her own against these two other girls you know this older girl who has uh, a pedigree in singing already and, you know, holding her own with CL, who was this next phenom, the female GD, whatever. And then you have Dara, who, like, did her best to hold her own, but she was more there for um, social media and things like that. Like, her, her place is to bring fans in, and she's super successful at it. Like, she's a great personality, 100%. Yeah, no, I mean, she's part, she's, like, I, I was only saying on the singing tip, but Dara clearly has her, they all do. Right, so, they all had their role in that group. But people just forget that Minzy like, was the backbone. She was the one that could do everything when you needed her to do it. And I just, I, one thing I noticed too, it was a, a huge argument, is that people, it's just like when the blame is flying around, and so, you know, people, you know, like you're saying with Minzy getting so much just weird, undeserved hate, um, and and all of this, you know, you know, all of a sudden she goes from being, you know, people love her to all of a sudden she didn't add much to the group anyway. And so I can understand, you know, feel bad for her dad who wanted to come on and defend her, even though I was like, you know, this is not a fight that you want to get involved in. And thankfully he, you know, just was like, you know, forget it. But I mean, it really, you know, with YG to the fact again. The parallels to Cube, the fact that they let things get to this boiling point and the way that they handled it and the, the little story that they came up with about, you know, how they, you know, called and, you know, YG met with the rest of the girls and decided they wanted to keep going and he promises they're going to, you know, keep, you know, going as a trio and... CL's apparently still going to have her solo sometime in this century, American solo. So, Janelle, yes. what are your thoughts? <laughs> I just, I, uh, I don't get people vilifying people who leave, which I've, I think I already said for Yunzun, for Beast. Mindy, uh, she put up with so 
much having to wait with, you know, first of all, with YG's terrible management skills and that we always have to wait for comebacks from anyone, doesn't matter who it is. And then the bomb scandal, and then CL gets, because she's the kind of star, uh, as Tim said, so she gets to have her thing. Dara at least got to, like, you know, go to the Philippines and occasionally do promotion for that, but, like, Minji got nothing. Like, almost nothing. She had, like, one photo shoot, what, like, two months ago? And then I can't think, I really can't think of anything she's done except for, like, go to L.A. and maybe get some dance training, like, and just, well, people are, and then people are surprised that she left. I would have, man, I, you, it's so hard to have that kind of loyalty to your group. And I do think, the, I mean, I'd like to think at least anyway the girls are still friends, but you can only you can only take that loyalty for so long and just be like I can't do this anymore creatively oppressing like no chance to just do your thing so I I I also hate how this was handled cuz they could have just said creative differences we're sad to see her go good luck it's not that hard to do it at other companies have done that so <sighs> it's frustrating yeah, it is frustrating, and, and then you're talking about, like, how Minzy has had to go through so much. I was just thinking, too, she always got crap for her looks, and then she always got, you know, apparently she's the least, I guess, popular in Korea as far as fans and such, according to, to some, and so that may have affected her getting solo opportunities, but, you know... That's not really when affecting it, the sum. She, she definitely is the least popular member in Korea. Yeah, but even then, when Two Anyone was at the, the height of their popularity, she still, I mean, I think they still could have done something with her and made a decent amount of money off of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. when I say least popular member, she's still the least popular member of Two Anyone. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not a bad life. <laughs> Hyoyeon is the least popular member in Korea of SNSD, and she still has photo spreads all the time. Like. Oh, yeah. You know, especially I mean, since she she's, looks how she does now. She's, you know, getting all kinds of stuff done. Um, so, you know, to, to kind of have that... I, yeah, I mean, I guess all of us kind of agree that the thing that we... that just, was disturbing to me, and you guys seem to agree, was just all of the, the, the negativity poured her way. And it's just like... It was almost like, good, leave. We didn't need you anyway, sort of thing. Yeah, and I get, I get being hurt. Like I'm hurt. I love to anyone, and I love Minzy, and I'm afraid that she's gonna go to a label who's not gonna treat her the way she deserves to be treated. And I'm also worried that she's not gonna find a label willing to pay her what she deserves. Like, I just, I have this creepy, uh, not creepy, but I have like this creeping feeling that she's gonna end up stuck on YG because they're the only people willing to spend money. Um. Especially on Minzy, who, again, was the least popular member and to anyone doesn't quite have the shine that they used to. I mean, you can still probably whip together a to anyone comeback and they would blow the charts up. Like, I, I, don't, think, I don't think there's any doubting that. Um, but she still doesn't have the same pool as she might have, like, two years ago. Yeah. Um, and it worries me, and I'm also afraid that she's just going to go and make religious music, and while, like, if that's what she wants to do, okay, fine. 
you know, I want her to be happy. I want her to do what she wants to do, but that sucks for me. Like, <laughs> I want to hear something that I would want to listen well, to. Well, and also, I, I, too, when you think about how how talented she is and all the she's, – she's, she's got – she's – talented dancer and like you said a singer and there's you know she has so much more that she can give and so so much where she can improve in those areas and become even greater you know and then it seems like she wants to in some capacity um, but so hopefully I mean there's been I haven't seen anything about um, anyone that she's signed with or looked at with yet, but um, with Minzy, but uh, it'd be interesting to see with her. Um, and I, another interesting thing I noticed when this happened were people that were comparing her situation to Nicole's from Cara, and people that were saying, "Well, look at Nicole. You know, she went off and she's, you know, she was popular." And I, I you know, I don't know. If it's a comparable situation, but they, people are saying, you know, Kara was popular, and 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 Nicole was a popular member, but they were like that didn't translate to you know huge you know sales or anything when she went solo. And I I don't know, you know, Kara was not as big as Twenty One. I mean, but they were popular group. Um, and man, we really need Kiara here as our Kara person. Um, but uh, that's also, uh, I mean, it's hard to compare them when you're talking. How to how to word this to not like I like Nicole's solo stuff, but she's also not relevant. So it's not like she went off to go do solo stuff and is hyper relevant. She's relevant in Japan, but part of that is um, because Kara was so big in Japan. Like it, yeah. it has a huge impact on her success there. She has a good fandom because. Japan really liked Kara a lot, and she was part of the reason that Japan liked Kara so much. But like in Korea, her songs don't do well. It's not like she was killing it on the charts or anything. I think people would more be inclined to call Nicole's solo songs in Amer or in uh, Korea flops, you know. Um, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The like they were, I think that's the thing is like they're saying her whatever star power she had from Kara didn't translate. As far as her being a solo artist, it didn't help her any. You know, it didn't help. You know, the songs people like her songs better. It didn't help. You know, it didn't help her at all. So I, you know, people have been kind of comparing. Like I, I agree with you that the situations are kind of not comparable, but. Uh, you know, I saw some people trying to make the connections there. Yeah, I mean, I would be fine with her doing that. I just would feel like there's a, there's a part of me that would be really hurt to see her like be that unsuccessful. I hope she, I, I don't know. It, it's it's a bad situation because what I would prefer is if everything could be fixed and to anyone could just come back. <laughs> to be honest, that, <laughs> that, that's well, obviously yeah, that's pretty much what everybody want. wants, right? Or right. before this, everybody just wanted them to come back. Period. Um, and that's—I mean, honestly, that's still up in the air. Um, Janelle, did you have anything to add to that? Uh I just yeah. I wish yeah. I want them back. It's for I mean, I would I would want any group that has had members leave to come back if it's going to make someone unhappy. So, I mean, I, right. but selfishly, as a fan, I'm just like, 
Can't we just get like one more song? Like, you know, when Spice Girls and Jerry left, they had a goodbye scene. Well, I guess what you think about it, their mama performance. That's what I was saying is that their mama actively was their goodbye. Right, and yeah. even when I watched it, I said that this could be their goodbye. Like this is them saying goodbye to all their fans. You know, it's one last rodeo where they all they all look like they're having so much fun and they all look so happy to be there and they're not worrying about the stress of like bomb scandal or anything like that. And it's like this is the last hurrah. Is the way I felt when I saw it. I was like, oh no, this is the last one. Like, I just had that creeping feeling, and I know everybody was super jazzed, but I was like, I'm jazzed, but I also think this is it. Like, I think this is them saying goodbye to us, and we just don't know it yet. And yeah. unfortunately, it turned out that it was them saying goodbye to us, at least mm-hmm. as, as that unit, you know? As, yeah, as I mean, it was the last time that we saw them as four. So, one last thing I wanted to, to mention is, so, going on from Minzy being a solo artist, and... So them supposedly going forward is three. If we do happen to get this three-member group, I like we've already talked about like their individual what they each bring to the group, and you know, and uh, yeah, CL has a lot. Of, you know, a lot of people think you know CL is enough star power, enough talent that she could you know, you know, prop up the group enough on her own. But then it's like you think about them, you know, what about when they sing old so- older songs? You know, who's going to be singing in these parts? Um, just seeing them, I just, I mean, even with, with CL, it's like if, if they're going to keep going with 3L, CL just might as well break and go solo, just period for me. Because as much as I, I don't have problems with Bomber Dara, I honestly think that if they, they would, kind of drag her down on stage. Yeah, that'd be sort of an imbalance. Yeah, I, I don't really want to anyone as three. Not, not well, I don't want to anyone as this three. This isn't the three that I would want uh, if I had to pick three. So I'm, I'm really, like... I guess I want a goodbye, like I want a proper send-off that's not like a mama performance and that's it, where they had shitty microphones, because that's even more offensive to me. Um, But this isn't the three. (laughs) This isn't the three to carry to anyone, because I do think that they're going to... I think that uh, this particular set of three would do more harm to um, CL's image, per se, than, than any other combination of three. Yeah. Also, not to mention, I just remembered <laughs> um, with uh, Park Bomb, her uh, uh, with her coming back on SNS on social media and some of the Kenas and stuff being translated. She's still getting crapped on. She's still. <laughs> I mean, with that that much negativity, it's like in them coming back as a group. I mean. I don't know, maybe she's in a better place where she's just like, whatever, screw the haters, but I'm just like, there's still so much, like, anger towards her for the whole drug smuggling incident. So, I just, I don't even see know how they could promote. Um, I mean, we're just, just looking at Bomb being there. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm like, I wish I had more to say, but I'm really, really mad that YG handled things the way they did. I think it's really shitty of them, and um, I, I'm really hurt that this is like our goodbye. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm really hurt it that really our goodbye. It really shouldn't. I mean, I think that's the one this. thing that people were saying that got to me was people were like, you know, I understand groups break up and they're like, you know, they're like, I was even expecting it, but I was like, not like this. You know? Yeah, this is this isn't the way. Lot. But and so for them to just kind of you know possibly, I mean, maybe they'll maybe things will end better, but you know, it looks like, you know, they might just kinda of fade out and you know, it's three or not come back at all and, and I mean you would never think considering how big they were. You know, it, it yeah. just, and all the influence that they had, and now it's just, you know, it's like YG was more concerned with Big Bang, and now Icon and Winner than he is with, you know, and, and how successful, it's not like they weren't successful. <laughs> well, just, I, I wouldn't say that he's more concerned with Winner, and uh, maybe you can say Icon, but... I think uh, I think more than anything, like people, <clears throat> I think because of our culture and where we are, the impact of the bomb scandal just doesn't have the same impact as it should for us to really yeah. register like how bad it is. Because it's really bad that she, more than anything, is that people feel that there was no justice because she didn't even serve any time at all for something that she did. And while there's a hundred and one excuses for her to have it, and I can agree with a lot of them, especially if she does, you know, if it if it is true that she has mental illness that she needs these drugs for, like, I agree, she should have them. It doesn't alter the fact that, like, you can go and find a family, and even when, and worse is when this bomb story came out, there are people who came out with stories about family members who were who were smuggling in the same kind of drug, and they're sitting in jail right now. And bomb is sitting out here with not even an investigation, not even a court date, like not even a slap on the wrist, really, other than that she got publicly flamed. So it's a big deal. Like it's more of a big deal than the GD thing because there's plenty of other like successful artists that smoked a little bit and got a slap on the wrist. Um, it wasn't one... handled. I Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, they could have handled it so much better. They, they um, just they acted like it didn't happen. Like, that's yeah. part of the issue. And then it was like, oh, sorry. Like, this, they, they handled it the same way they handled G-Dragon's thing, but G-Dragon has a thick enough skin that he's not going to care if people are crapping on him about a scandal. He's just not. Bomb is not that person. You need to address it and handle it. And she's a woman, exactly. So even worse than anything else, she is a woman who went through this scandal, and it's a big deal. Like, unfortunately, it's a huge deal, and it did put an impact on to anyone. It's more than just YG putting them in the basement, because they were successful. They were making him a ton of money. To act like YG just decided, nah, I, don't, I just don't really like money very much, I mean, that's not true. Like, listen to how ridiculous I sound saying that. That's what people are saying that YG said, basically. Nah, money. Pfft. Who needs money? I got plenty of it. Like, that's just not a thing. That's not a thing. <laughs> so it, it's it's a big deal, and I'm not blaming her for it. Like, she needed – she clearly needed something. It, it's been um, 
there's been a lot of signs to Bomb having a lot of struggles with uh, mental health. And I like feel. I said, I think honestly, if they had come out and tried to be somewhat transparent about it, and you know, at least say, you know, yes, she did need these. We should not have brought them in this way. Give and, and at least make it like you said, have her give her a court date or something, and just not, you know, just um, just you know, uh, not act like it's not, you know, not there, you know, to to just talk about it in some sense, then it wouldn't is, I don't think, you know, it maybe it would have taken some of the edge off as opposed to, you know, people, what most people know that she, you know, even though she, I think she did have a, a prescription for it as well, but still, she tried uh, to smuggle, she still tried to smuggle them in, which is... Right, it was, a, it was a U.S. prescription, as, as far as I remember, so that's a, that's a big deal, because it wasn't, uh, that particular drug wasn't um, accepted in Korea. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I know Korea yeah, so, has a huge thing where, I mean, and she would probably know better than I would, being... Um, a natural Korean citizen, you know, what's allowed and what's not allowed there. And I know people just going to Korea from other countries, you have to, there's a whole list of like <laughs> accepted drugs and, you know, things, you know, that we'd get over the counter that we can't bring over there. So, right. but I think a little transparency would have helped um, at the time. Instead of just everyone kind of digging their head in the sand and, and YG going into their panic room and <laughs> and shutting the door and just being like, oh well, no, um, we're not gonna we're not gonna deal with this. So again, I guess you know that that situation bungled. So I I think I mean next to Minzy, people are hard pressed to blame. YG himself for the situation and I mean I think you can argue for some of that but I don't know I you know I'd be interested to see you know if they do come back if they don't come back um, but I don't know do you I was also thinking too I was like, are you interested in seeing them come up, uh, YG, um, debut another girl group? Uh, like the one he's I don't, I don't even want to go into that. about for forever. Yeah, I don't, I don't even want to touch that. That's just going to make the podcast drag on too long because there's so much <laughs> involved in that. Like... YG needs to figure out how he's going to handle scheduling for all of the groups that he has now before he even considers letting girls out, like the, this girl group out, because people are going to come for him if he if he puts them in the basement for any amount of time. If he doesn't treat him like he's treating I, if he doesn't treat them, excuse me, like he's treating Icon, nah, unacceptable. Like that, even for and I'm saying that for me as well. If you do not treat these girls better than you did with to anyone, nah, that's it. Like just no. I don't have time. I just don't have time. <laughs> no, I agree. I don't have time for there's this no shit. Point. Uh, there's no point. Um, Janelle, did anything else that you wanted to add to that? This made me sad. 
Uh, <laughs> I, knew, I knew what we were going to do. I knew the topic at a time, and now I'm just like, what what could have been? Yeah. And we'll know. Been. Well, I feel like this story isn't over just yet, so perhaps, you know, perhaps this will do, you know, take a crazy K-drama turn, and, and I don't know, maybe they'll... Oh, I'm still uh, holding on to the dream and the hope that they'll resign. They'll all leave YG. And, I'm hoping and, that and all her labels are like, nah, dude. They'll they'll leave YG and resign as four under another label. Pulsion. Nah, that, I mean that's not. Yeah, that's not I happening. won't even pretend to humor that. That's not happening. There would be no point in them doing that because nobody would pay them the money they deserve. There's no way. Well, well, I mean, maybe sometimes it's not about the money. Okay, well. That is our new format, um, new formatted show for this week. Uh, let us know how you feel um, about us kind of cutting down on covering, trying to cover every possible thing in the K-pop world and just kind of focusing on one thing. Um, let us know what you think about it. Um, what other topics that you want us to spend a, um, a considerable amount of time talking about. Um, not sure what we're going to do next week, um, but Twice is making a comeback after spending, feels like, a century singing Ooh Ah. I'm sure those goals are more excited than anyone else to finally have another song to promote um, called uh, Cheer Up. So... After this podcast, um, I guess we kind of need it, and it sounds like a very uh, cheer-up type of song. So I know Tim's kind of dreading it um, because the whole cheery girl group thing is really big right now. But I can kind of no, – I don't mind it because I can kind of – it's spring. So it, to me, it's like it, – it's kind of a part of it. It's like it's spring, so, of course, K-pop are bringing out – It's, it's the, cute girl time, yeah. It's cute girl time, you know. I, I mean, of course, most of it is because G-Friend is popular, and it's – you know, everyone's trying to copy that. But it also is coming at a good time. So I, I, I can handle it. I, I don't mind it. It's it's good It's good spring music. So I, I am ready for my twice. Um, also – uh, to also end uh, the podcast, um, I just wanted to uh, want to say that um, very sad that Prince passed yesterday, as well as um, former WWE wrestling star China. I know the majority of you probably don't know who that is, but um, I do have to say that was a crappy day because I found out. She had passed away, and then later on in the day, when I was when I was about to leave work, I literally like shouted out loud. I was glad nobody else was in the office at the time when I found out about Prince. So it's just it you know this has been some kind of month. Um, so it it's just some kind of year. Um, even um, you know, and I mentioned on the podcast, I was like you know I, some of the younger kids don't realize the significance of Prince. I know a lot of K-pop fans are younger, but just like Michael Jackson, you can see his influence all over um, music, especially, you know, pop music um, that's been, um, you know, from other countries, you know, that they've taken from American music and 
you know, cultivated their own sound from that. Um, he's been such an innovator and um, even, um, you know, obviously they've even been talking about it in Korean media. I mean, he's he's huge. You know, they know who he is. G-Dragon, um, Taeyang, and um, uh, Lee... Who is it? I'm sorry. Polly, after me. Uh, Lee Juk. Um, you know, all left messages. Um, you know, on their um, social media about it. So, and you know, most of the um, translated, you know, K netizen um, comments. You know, they all know what a huge figure he was. So it's a big deal. Um, so just want to you know say with that. Um, Rest in peace, Prince in China. You guys are um, in a better place. Um, at least I like to think so. And I, I do want to say, um, oh, especially yes. because, like, I, you know, most people know I'm a big pro wrestling fan. So I grew up watching China. She's probably the first female wrestler that I saw. Like, I got the chance to see that made a huge impact because she. Uh, she wrestled dudes, and she held her own. I mean, they they promoted her as, like, this strong woman who didn't really need to take anybody's crap. I mean, she spent most of her time as a manager, and she beat the crap out of people. She wasn't just there to, like... She was literally, like, the bodyguard of this group of guys. Right. And she was, she's a champion. She is the only female wrestler in to ever compete in the Royal Rumble, which is, like, a really big like 30 man event and she was a woman in that event and she had a strong showing as well um like she, she's i think she's the only female intercontinental champion which is a big belt in pro wrestling as well i mean they really honored her and they've done a serious injustice in not putting her in the hall of fame but that's a whole nother story um and then i mean i can't express to anybody how big of a musical importance prince is to me like I grew up listening to Prince. My mom's favorite artist in the whole world is Prince. So um, that was a rough day in and of itself. I mean, I grew up literally listening to Prince everything. I've probably seen Purple Rain like more times than any human should, and I would watch it a million more. Um, and he was a Minnesota Vikings fan from Minnesota, proud Minnesota, and I'm a huge Minnesota Vikings fan. Um, our whole, our whole. Uh, team has really rallied up to like support him and yeah. it, I mean, it's just it's rough and so many people did so many nice things for Prince yesterday and yeah. uh, I'm, I'm really happy like I'm really happy to see him honored so well because he he's such an icon and such a legend to so many people and to lose Bowie and Prince in the same year yeah like, that's just that's just crazy it, that's just really crazy it's the worst year for me as far as, like, that I can remember. To lose, like, Bowie was so important to me, and to lose Bowie and Prince in the same year is, like, yeah. I mean, as if you didn't kick me in the nuts enough when Michael Jackson passed away, but now you take Bowie and, and Prince Yeah, in the I know people year. were talking about, they're like, you know, Whitney Houston, you've got Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, Prince. Um, if there's a heaven... They're making some dope music up there. Yeah, I know. Everybody's like, you know, anybody that's up in heaven is like got the best seats to the most awesome show ever. So, yeah. yeah. Now people are like, oh my God, protect Stevie Wonder. 
Yeah, um, you know, it's it's always those jokes, you know, people make, you know, celebrity deaths come in threes and, and that sort of thing. And I, I'm not superstitious like that, even though, you know, you know, sometimes I, you know, kind of take that one as a joke. But, yeah, I mean, it, it yeah, that sort of thing is just... It, <laughs> I mean, you never just you never know when when things are going to happen. So, so just just it's a in general, it's just a good rule of thumb to just kind of take these situations as just a good lesson to appreciate what you have all the time, and appreciate each day, and make sure that you live life each day the way that you want to, and that you have no regrets because you don't you never know. Yep. You never know. Okay. Yeah, go, go listen to a ton of Prince and remember yes. him as the icon he was. I mean, yes. if you go have to mourn, mourn but go listen to Prince and love yeah, him. Go listen to Prince off of iTunes, even though I mean he's, I mean obviously he's like like he's like number one through twenty hundred or whatever on iTunes right now. But yeah, go watch Purple Rain. Um, go watch some of the tributes. Uh, the cast of Hamilton did a really Nice little tribute to him. Um, the Color Purple, um, the musical and Broadway did tribute, and tons of other people. So, yes, NPRs did some um, nice tributes to him as well. So, yes, um, rest in peace, Prince and China. Um, rest in peace to anyone. Hopefully not. Hopefully this will that will end better than we're expecting. But, um, and we're gonna cheer up with Twice next week. Yeah, we hopefully. are. Yay. Okay. So, anything? Any last words from you guys? Love you. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we really love everybody. Thank you, everybody that listens. Um, we're still getting people. They're, like, subscribing <laughs> on and listening to shows from, like, a year ago and then, like, joining. So, um, hello and thank you for listening. Um, Again, uh, you know, without your support, you wouldn't be here. Um, that, like I said, I always say this, but, you know, things like this are always, like, they take time. You know, whenever people say there's interesting things going on, but, you know, whenever usually there's something interesting going on, it usually takes, if it's going to happen, it takes, like, a year or so to happen. You're always talking with people about things. So, um, you know, there's some interesting things happening. I mean, you already, you know, we're, adjusting things with the podcast a little bit and so any feedback that we get from you guys is very precious indeed and um, anything that you guys want to suggest to us um, we're here to hear it um, Tim why don't you take us out sure uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Not Your Average Netizens uh, please check out our website notyouraveragenetizens.squarespace.com uh, we also have a tumblr notyouraveragenetizens.tumblr.com you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash notyouraveragenetizens. Um, if you're listening to us on iTunes, please rate um, and subscribe. And uh, all of that really helps a lot. Um, obviously, we'd, we'd like those five stars, but any sort of uh, any sort of response is great. It helps us a lot. It helps us know how to move our show forward as well. Um, if you don't want to listen to us on iTunes, you can find us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash notyouraveragenetizens. Um, and there as well, please subscribe and comment and do all that fun stuff. Uh, it really does help uh, to hear from you guys. Um, 
If you have any subjects you'd like us to hit, especially in this format of having one central topic, um, we'd really love to know what you'd like to hear us talk about. Uh, you can email us directly at notyouraveragenetizens at gmail.com, and we would be happy to address the things that you guys send us. Um, um, and as well, you can hit us on Twitter, uh, at NYANetizens. Hooray! Thank you, Tim, and thank you, Janelle. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We will catch up again with you next week. See you. Bye, everybody. Bye.